0: D fam, welcome back to the greatest bi city podcast in the world, the motherfucking Weekly D podcast. I'm your host Danny G, and today we're joined by my incredible, super handsome, freshly shaved co-host Kyle Austin.
1: My wife would tell me that I'm not freshly shaved. It's been a day, and she's like,
0: "It's already bristly. It's already bristly." <laughs> <laughs> well, that's Kyle, and we also got our uh, producer, our our video editor. Mr. AOZ himself, a.k.a. the uncultured Peppa Pig,
2: Alan. (laughs) Damn, dude, you made me forget the fucking voice after you said that. Fuck. Hello, I'm Peppa. How do you do?
0: Alan's been working on his impressions of female voices.
1: It's getting better, (laughs) honestly, every single day. He is, dude. It's better.
0: I mean, his horror. God, David, horror David Krabs. That day. Yeah, your know, horror was so good months. that I showed my fiancee, and she could not believe it was some, it was you. Like she thought
2: you had dubbed <laughs> it or something. So yeah, <laughs> Great
0: time.
2: And then we made yeah. it a clip, and Daniel's like, "Damn, what did you do with your balls?" <laughs> I sucked them in, and then I blew them back out. <laughs> <laughs> Well, now
1: anyways, the car, now the car salesman story makes a little more sense now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but anyways, we're, we're done making fun of each other. Today is a very special yes. podcast because Kyle's back. Finally, I am we back. got the boy back. Uh, I've been in and out of again. episodes. Huh? You <laughs> missed like I've two episodes, episodes. But really, we missed like four episodes because we haven't recorded in like a month.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
0: But yeah, so we're back for a little while, and then we'll take a hiatus.
1: <laughs> yeah, lots going on on our end, actually, believe it or not.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: so I don't know if I've officially announced this on the podcast yet, but, you know, for those who have been following the podcast for some time, the past couple of years, know that I that I love Texas, and, you know, it's where I'm from. I was born and raised in Houston, and I'm a very proud, like, Houstonian. Um, and, you know, I've been living in Kentucky, and we've been a bi-city podcast for a very long time um and we will officially no longer be a bi city podcast because i will be moving uh back to houston i'll be heading home uh, in november
0: finally you're coming home. which
1: is which is awesome and it, it feels unreal to be completely honest because i've been just wanting it for like five years I've mm-hmm. been hungry for being home, and you know it, it, it's good. And, and I feel like it's it's a lot of stress with moving and getting everything kind of set up. But at the same time, like it was it was definitely time. I feel like yeah. we couldn't have picked a better moment. Like as even though I love Louisville and like I always love this city, um, because like it helped me when I was at one of my lowest points. Mm-hmm. You know that it, it kept me it kept me alive in a lot of ways. Um, and so I'll always have, like, I'll always have, like, that, which is good, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but I'm excited for the new journey, and it, with that new journey being around all my old friends again.
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So um, yeah. how long ago did you move to Louisville? Because I don't even remember. It feels so, like you've lived there so fucking long at this point.
1: I moved to Louisville back. It was September 20th, 20th like, around that time of 2017 Whoa. yeah so i've been there since 20 i've been here as so like so technically years? i guess i would consider myself a local here i've lived here like five years pretty mm-hmm. much um Dang. yep
0: it's, it's been wild, a right?
1: minute it has it has i remember and i don't know if this is like too personal but i remember moving here for the first time and i was staying with some family friends uh sleeping on an air mattress Mm -hmm. Um, ready to kind of start my life and kind of figure out where I was going and not really knowing if, you know, for a long time, if I was making the right decision Mm
2: -hmm. because
1: it was a new state and a new place that I was really unfamiliar with. And I hadn't lived there for – I lived there for three years when I was younger, but outside of that, like, I don't – it was a new place. I didn't know anybody. Mm -hmm. People that I did know, like, really didn't want to reassociate. I don't know why. Like, I was in elementary school, I guess, and they didn't really want to, like – Continue that. And that's fine. Like, that's their prerogative at the end of the day. Like, I reached mm-hmm. out. I made, I made my, like, effort, but everybody's in different parts of their lives, so I don't really, like, feel any type of way about it. But, um, you know, I, I try to do my best to, like, make friends and stuff here, mm-hmm. and I did, which was awesome. It took some time, but... I've made some really good friends here, and, you know, I, I did end up having a life as, like, a Midwestern guy, <laughs> you know, who's from the South, but I just kind of became this person over time. And, like, you know, I, I, like I said, I, I can never thank this city enough for what it's, like, given me over time. Mm-hmm. And, of course, my wife coming in, like, yeah. you know, after, like, two years of being on my own. Oh, Wow. Cool. Oh, yeah. Was so
0: y- y'all were freshly i mean i don't know if this is too personal but were y'all freshly married when you moved out there
1: uh so we weren't married yet when i moved there so it's a funny story actually i, I never told you i didn't tell you on until i got the job
0: that oh. <laughs> i was moving to
1: kentucky uh, and at the time we were dating for like four years kind of on mm-hmm. and off um but more on than off it's like as it went but um regardless she supported me and that's kind of like like I knew <laughs> at that mm-hmm. point, I was like, She's, she'll be up here before we even know it. Um, and so a year went by. And originally the, the plan was go for two years, come back, mm-hmm. do your job, get done, head home. And it okay. just didn't really work out that way. Like, because that's not how jobs work. That's not how careers work. Mm-hmm. You got you to gotta earn, earn your stripes, earn your time. And, you know, it took a lot of time. Uh, it took figuring out kind of where I, was, uh, where I was wanting to go and what I was wanting to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, then, of course, like two years later, pop the question to my my now wife. Hey. We get married uh, March. You know, we've been married three years now officially, uh, almost hey. four.
0: Cheers now. to that, buddy! Cheers thank to you, sir. that! Congratulations!
1: Um, thank you, sir. It feels good. I have an empty glass of water now, but you know, it feels good because like we we went through some like fun times, but it was like my wife always says like it was a, um, we didn't have a honeymoon. We got married, mm-hmm. but like, this was our honeymoon because most people, you know, live close to their family and they, you know, it doesn't, if they don't get a honeymoon, they don't really get a chance to like get away. And mm-hmm. we, we got that chance. Like we actually got to live in a state that was a thousand miles away and we got to go and see a bunch of amazing places. Like we were close to like Cincinnati and like, you know washington dc nashville the smoky mountains like mm-hmm. you know we got to go and pl- visit a lot of chicago like so many cool like places and discover new things together and kind of really like learn to grow as like a couple mm-hmm. rather than kind of having like family as yeah. like a distractor if that makes sense yeah and that's not to say that that's like a bad thing but it no, was no, no. uh it was a blessing I, you know i
0: feel you on that i feel you on that um that that's you know i I'm in the process of getting married and going to get married at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, going through, like, marriage prep and everything, just talking to people that I know that have been married. Mm-hmm. I always ask them that because, like, my parents, when they got married, they lived close to home, and there was a lot of turmoil at the beginning with, like, mm-hmm. family, like, both sides of the family not liking the, their spouse and whatnot. And, like, I think about it all the time, and I always tell them to the know, like, my fiancé, you know, Maybe we should move a, a little bit away. You know, we don't we don't have to move thousands of miles away, but you know, she wants yeah. to go to school, so I told her I was like, apply wherever you get in, that's where we'll go. Like yeah. even if it means leaving Houston for a little couple years, you know, just to get that that little separation. I, I firmly believe you need a little bit of separation, for family, to really bond and grow that that relationship.
1: Uh, I agree. I think sometimes like as much as we rely on family right and as much as family is an important factor in healthy long-term relationships like you have to be able to separate it with between like family and like your significant other you need to be able to kind of be like look like somebody can have an opinion about somebody else at this point like that's my significant other like
0: yeah
1: fuck with her i'll cut you but, I feel you on that
0: one. I you feel know, you on you that want, one. You know what I mean? Like no, I it's feel not, the same it's, way. It's, I feel the same way. Like you, you, need to have a little bit of a gap. Like
1: yeah, absolutely. Just like a just enough, and like I think it takes time too, because there's like there's like a balance, mm-hmm. because you don't want to be too far away where nobody remembers who you are at the same time. Yeah. Like there's a point, um, and it's a sad point, and I hope you never get to it, but where people stop missing you, mm-hmm. if that makes sense like you you're gone for a period of time and it was like the first time i felt that was uh say a couple years ago like when i came mm-hmm. home for christmas like one year and uh people were excited but like i remember the first time i ever felt like oh they just don't really care that i'm here
0: mm-hmm. like they're
1: so used to me being gone that they're just kind of like oh well he's probably still he's like, he's, they kind of still see me as gone if that makes sense yeah and uh that was hard that was hard um but you learn to adjust with that. And when you come back, that's when you make the effort of like being around, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, it it was like, it's just hard when you're not, when you live a thousand miles away from everybody else to keep up with what's going on in everyone else's lives. So like you kind of disappear in their eyes a little bit, but Mm -hmm. I hope to go back and like rebuild some things.
0: Yeah. Uh, No, I I understand that too. Cause when I came from California, you know, the Texas, like, the cousins i grew up with and i saw every single day every single weekend like i didn't see them anymore mm-hmm. right so i mean you try to keep those relationships going you try to you know stay stay together keep contact but it, mm-hmm. it unfortunately is the sad truth that when you're not there every day or often like you're not a a first thought anymore no like you're just the afterburner, like oh shit, that's right, I got family over there, or like you hit someone yeah. up and you're like oh shit, I haven't heard from you in a minute. But I mean, it's always nice to rekindle a little bit. Oh for sure, so, I so agree. I'm sure you're you're beyond excited to come back. I mean, you have definitely you have your brother here, your parents here. Oh, your
1: I'm nephew. so excited. To, yeah, oh, dude, I'm so excited to to to. It, it's it's something you miss out on whenever you're like again far away. You mm-hmm. miss out on like birthdays and big moments and, and things like that and um i did feel like i missed out on like a lot of my nieces and nephews birthdays and you know you miss out on like things where they get older mm-hmm. and like they don't recognize you they're just you're just like oh that's that uncle that doesn't really come around mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's mm-hmm. not because i don't want to it's just because that's just how it goes you know flights yeah. are expensive kind of hard to drive you know 13 hours to go see mm-hmm. everybody for a weekend and come back and can't come back yeah so not feasible you know what yeah. i mean <laughs> um so it's just kind of the way it goes but i'm so excited to be around my family again and really get to rekindle my relationship with my brother and Mm -hmm. you know be around and uh, that's my goal Um, life is short at the the end of the day uh if there's one thing i've learned with getting older is that it's 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 so how would i put it it can be done in a flash Mm -hmm. like it can all be over just like that like at the snap of the finger, you just make one wrong decision when you're driving, or you're just in your, you know, your bathroom and you have a brain aneurysm. Like, anything can happen. Anything yeah. can happen at any time.
0: You're not kidding. I had like, a near-death experience this weekend, actually. Uh, really? We were talking about that. Yeah, yeah.
2: The what f- happened?
0: Don't you? Me, me and Olya went out clubbing, and uh-huh. uh, we, we we went to go dance on because I... I fucking have two left feet, right? So I'm trying to practice and be half decent at my wedding. I don't want to embarrass her because she she's a dancer. Like she grew up dancing. Like she she danced professionally for a little while. And I have two left feet, right? So we're we're, we're starting to go out to like different dance classes and like different clubs just so I can start you know getting in the rhythm, and not be as stiff. And well, we we we're, were having such a fun time, we stayed till they closed, right at two two o'clock in the morning. And on the drive back, um, there was this car that was hauling ass on the highway. He was going at least like 90 to 100 miles per hour. And he's just you know going in and out of the lanes, kind of swerving around everybody. And when, at one point, when he was maybe 20 yards ahead of us, he went to go from the, the furthest left lane into the next lane over, not noticing that there was a car in that lane. So as soon as he turned into that lane and saw the car, he, he panicked and overcorrected and ripped the wheel back to the left, went towards the barricade, and right before he hit the barricade, he ripped it the other way. So the car went on two tires and then turned and went right across us. And literally, like, we were on the slowest lane, right? Because, like, I'm watching this happen, and, like, my brain just started slowing everything down because my adrenaline started pumping. So I, I'm watching him come this way. And I'm also watching the rearview mirror because the car behind us was hauling ass, too, and they were on our ass. And I was like, well, I can't slam on the brakes because regardless, we're going to get hit. So I had to yeah. wait until the last moment till where that car behind me started slowing down for me to kind of turn and hit the brakes, and like literally inches away from hit, this car hitting us. It was wild, dude.
1: That's scary. That's super scary. Yeah. See, I've been the closest I've had, at least you know, in recent times to like a near-death experience. I was very young.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so actually, it's happened twice. Um, but the first time I was in Kentucky, actually, I was in Shepherdsville, and I was riding my bike. And I fell off my bike, and the handlebars backed up, and it slammed into my throat. And I couldn't breathe.
0: Holy um, shit.
1: For, yeah, like my lips turned blue and everything. Uh, and so they called like the ambulance. And luckily, um, it wasn't like bad. I bruised it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it potentially could have like knocked. I just basically knocked the wind out of myself. Yeah, but,
0: and collapsed your throat. Thank God.
1: But like it, it hit me hard, like to where like my lips like legitimately turned but I could not breathe.
0: Holy shit,
1: that was scary. And then the second time, um, I remember being like truly sick for like, mm-hmm. the first time. Um, I was in fifth grade and I got pneumonia. And oh, I remember sitting. I remember sitting in class, um, because I was in like I was I went to Deaf Smith i don't know if you know that's cool i don't know if you were you were already you came in wessendorf right
0: no I, I came in once we were eighth grade seventh grade seventh, seventh grade. Eighth grade yeah
1: yeah as i remember um yeah so with death smith like i, I remember just being like curled up in like a ball and just mm-hmm. feeling my whole body just hot
0: mm-hmm. like my
1: whole body just felt like it was melting and we were laying in the nurse's office for a little bit because they're like, oh, yeah, you don't feel good. Mm-hmm. Um, so they took me back there. And then, like, I remember them being really scared, uh, my parents being really scared because we went to the hospital after. And uh, lo and behold, it was pneumonia. And uh, had we not checked it like pretty soon at mm-hmm. that point, could it could have gotten really bad to yeah. where it would have been fatal potentially just because it was just not being like received well. Yeah. It was scary. I, yeah, yeah, but luckily, I mean, like outside of that and like, minor car accidents and, mm-hmm. you know, potential scary things, I really haven't had anything like that
0: happen. Oh, no. I, I, I think I have a near death experience once a year.
1: <laughs> I try not to. I, mean, I would try. Like,
0: <laughs> I don't try to have these experiences. It just happens, dude.
1: I, I do my best to try to, like, keep myself and, like, keep myself grounded on some things and just, well, like, I'm not the I, best at that. I either. live close to my job like a mm-hmm. walking distance and most of the time i'm home so it really the the, the threat is a lot less
0: <laughs> yeah well i mean but I, I don't work. it's what it is i don't work far from me. i'm just i'm stupid let's put it that way <laughs> no
1: you're not I, i'm
0: but... not, I, i'm i'm one of those people see i'm still like my brain is like a child's brain right i don't see the danger in things all the time right like the time i almost fell off the grand canyon like like it's just stupid shit i've done and put See, myself in bad situations
1: i think what it was when i was younger cuz the thing is like i've always been this way i've always been mm-hmm. very anxious and like mm-hmm. i just didn't really like realize it until i was older and i knew what anxiety was mm-hmm. but i've always had this like fear of like this fear of death i guess or an end because i didn't didn't understand it i remember one time my mm-hmm. parents told me like trying to explain it to me like what happens Mm-hmm. in the sense of like well you die like you just kind of disappear and i remember it's <laughs> over i was like i was like six i was like six just sitting out in my like sitting outside i was like standing outside actually just like yelling uh-huh. at the sky like screaming i don't want to die i'm so
0: scared <laughs> like and, you know like i was
1: like they're just laughing at me They think it's hilarious but like I was having like, a, I was having a meltdown because <laughs> that concept was just like, it was real to me because that was something mm-hmm. that was very unfortunate in my life growing up. Uh, it, it, there's a, there was like a good and a bad, right? Because mm-hmm. I was very lucky um, to know my great-grandparents mm-hmm. and like actually live with them for a short amount of time, like my great-grandparents on my, mo- on my mom's side. and uh, But with that came a, a long line of people who passed away in my life my family um they were the start of it and it kind of just escalated as it went you know through that time uh Mm -hmm. and and i've i've seen it a lot and that's you know that's part of the what's i guess scares me about it all
0: but you're just there it's just
1: it's just an end you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like like i've always i wouldn't say like and we've talked about this like i'm not really the most religious guy i don't Mm -hmm. really like i don't really i'm not super religious especially like growing up like in the catholic church being kind of not necessarily pushed on anything, mm-hmm. actually. Like I was very lucky to have parents who were just kind of like your typical Catholics, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. versus like you know a forced like a you forced have to Catholic do this, like you me. have to do that, or I'm going to disown yeah. you. Like mm-hmm. I didn't really have like that necessarily. We went to church like every Sunday, but I don't know. But that was just, feel like it. I feel yeah. like they were like they've kind of there was Sunday to the understanding. Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like they've kind of come to the understanding that I'm just not like. I'm just not religious like it's that. Like you. they are. Yeah. yeah. And they've just kind of come to accept it. Mm-hmm. Um, but with that being said, like, I've always kind of grown up with, like, I don't have that closure of, like, heaven, if heaven. that makes sense. Yeah. Like, and, 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 like, it's always how it's been for me. And it just seems like, I, I don't understand it. And it scares mm-hmm. me in the sense that, like, you know, life could just end, but. What scares me more, and it's not even scary, it just makes me sad. Um, that like somebody who has so much of a story in their life, you know, they live this 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 whole life, you know, ahead mm-hmm. of them. And sometimes the stories aren't good, right? Sometimes they're yeah. tra- tragic and sad. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they're beautiful and they just end and it <laughs> dies with th- it dies with them, you know. Like
0: that is true.
1: Um so I guess like it's it's one of those things that's just it's, it's, it's something that's all, always guaranteed, right, mm-hmm. for all of us, every single person. Mm-hmm. Your favorite celebrity, your, your musician, every single person, the guy down the street, you don't mm-hmm. really know, but see, every once in a while, everyone's going to die. Jeff Bezos,
0: Elon yeah. Musk, unless if figure Almost out how people transfer consciousness.
1: <laughs> and Elon Musk has actually expressed specifically, he doesn't want to do that.
0: Yeah.
1: He's like, yeah, no, I don't want to extend life anymore. Oh. But he's trying to repopulate
0: to. the world so i mean kudos to him <laughs> yeah <laughs> that man
1: is something else but
0: uh um, no yeah, but yeah like, like it's so interesting like the like the, the, the it's not even an idea death is the only thing in the world that's a hundred percent for certain
2: right yeah like absolutely. we know
0: this happens there's no there's no if ands or buts about it every like everybody
1: that, everything everything like yeah. your, your dog your cat the grass the trees mm-hmm. The trees, like the birds that, everything, the, the, the everything mushrooms, like,
0: yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like, I'm the opposite though, because, like, me being me being raised in a Catholic, a strictly Catholic family, like even the idea of heaven doesn't necessarily resonate with me. Um, mm-hmm. just because like I'm fucking weird and I, I like to believe we came from aliens or something. I also like to believe that you know. That that uh we're we're energy right like our our life our yeah. soul is energy and i don't think energy ever um truly dies. disappears yeah it just transfers to something else right
1: well if we follow it, like i think it's newton's law like mm-hmm. right energy is neither created nor destroyed only recycled yeah. through the which is why i tend to kind of like think like because i think we talked about this like i don't necessarily believe in like uh god in the sense of like the catholic church mm-hmm. If that makes sense like oh you mm-hmm. have to you have to do things this way this way and this way I believe it more in the spiritual sense of like I think there's there's a higher got, power it's gotta be it yeah. doesn't really make a lot of sense for it's not to be and it and whether that higher power is sentient or if it's just something that just happens to happen in the world you know what I mean? mm-hmm. by chance it's still something cosmic yeah. and above us really hard to comprehend and understand. Yeah. Um but like I hope like I hope when that day comes like I get to see the people that have that have, that are gone. Mm-hmm. I get to share stories, yeah. like you know, like I hope that's what it is at the end of it all. Same. Um, Same. I don't, I don't know if that's what it is, but like, you know, I, I we haven't really talked about this on the podcast. Um, but uh, one of the reasons I haven't really been on, I'm still kind of like dealing with it, I guess, because I've been having like trouble, and it's just kind of off and on. It really kind of comes in waves. But I lost my grandmother uh, about two months ago now. It was right before I got my uh, my new job. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, it's been hard, you know, because she was just a pivotal part of my life. Mm-hmm. Um some people aren't close with their grandparents I was. Like yeah. All of my grandparents, like my papa, my Mima, like my grandmother, you- not really not my grandfather mm-hmm. on my mom's side, because he didn't really grow up with us. He kind of sure. came later and, you know, he wasn't really around. Mm-hmm. Um but you know, when she got sick, you know, it, it just... There was a point when she got sick the first time with cancer because she had it on her skin, here, like, in her cheek and stuff. And we noticed it and told her to get checked out checked out checked out. And she just kind of... She was stubborn. <laughs> a little stubborn lady. Sweet as can be, but stubborn, mm-hmm. right? But uh, at that time, I was like, no nah, way. She's, she's strong. She'll, she'll beat that, no problem. But the next time it came it was the second time it wasn't far after that when I found out what it was and -hmm. the type of cancer it was like I knew I knew where it was going and that my grandmother wouldn't be here definitely not by Christmas Mm -hmm. you know I didn't think it would come as fast as it did um, but I just remember kind of like because it's been it's been a long time since like I've lost somebody slowly right Mm -hmm. My, my grandfather passed away and 2011 I believe it's like 2010 2011 and um you know I I was a I I was absent in my Mm. mind for a lot of it I couldn't I couldn't bear to see my grandfather sick because like I didn't I couldn't imagine that such a strong man would just get beaten over -hmm. the head with brain cancer you know legitimately and uh it was scary and to see him in a state that he was in because brain cancer just does shit to you Mm -hmm. um it just was hard for me like there was a point where i was like i could do it i'm strong I, I, like and everybody thinks that right i mm-hmm. when, you, when you're doing it you're like oh i could go and see this person like i'm gonna be there for them and then you walk in and you're just like no it just hits you yeah. you just crumple you crumple and you no. crumple and you just like I, I left i had to leave the room and mm-hmm. I, I i remember that being really hard and so like i didn't want to do that for my grandmother and i was here okay. so when i knew she was sick i i uh the doge palooza actually Mm-hmm. um we were i was gonna go to that and instead I, I i chose to go and visit my grandmother because i knew she was sick yeah and uh you know i thank god every day that i did that because mm-hmm. the next week she fell and then from there by two weeks from there she was nonverbal, and then i think mm-hmm. a week from there she was gone
0: wow so it like happened she held like on yeah for you to go see her
1: and it was like one of the saddest parts about it all, too, is we were having ice cream because we had bought some ice cream for her, and she wasn't really she wasn't really eating. Everything kind of tasted bad except for Coca Cola because she loved Cokes, mm-hmm. and uh, and like a little bit of like ice cream. And uh, I remember hugging her and kind of just knowing
0: that where was things were going.
1: Time. Yeah, and so I hugged her like extra tight,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and like I think she knew as well because mm-hmm. like she she was not a hugger if that makes sense like we hug but like she was midwest she's from she's from indiana you know what I mean? okay. she was born and raised there mm-hmm. and so like she wasn't much of like a hugger like okay. but she hugged me super tight and mm-hmm. uh like i said I, I thank god for that 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 week i got to mm-hmm. to see her because had i, had I not taken that chance I, I think i would have missed out on an opportunity to, to do, to do so because like I said, like within like a week, she was already sick wow. and, con- and like, she was not. And, by, and then by like, I think like two weeks, she was like nonverbal. Mm-hmm. Like you weren't able to talk to her. She had yeah. just kind of like grown and yeah, it was tough. Yeah. Um,
0: so
1: it's when she passed,
0: that,
1: it's okay. I mean, when she passed, like, um, so it, it was funny, the difference in like the way personalities kind of deem a funeral. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this is too personal, but, um, my papa's pa's funeral was huge. People yeah. loved that man. That man was a hard <laughs> as a rock. Like, mm-hmm. just think, old old hard guy grew up in a dirt dirt poor at a farm, mm-hmm. and then eventually built his way up through like carpet sales. So that's what he. That's who he was.
0: Yeah.
1: Like yeah. this dude could literally grab a wasp nest and crunch it up in his hands, and would just like pull the stingers out of his fingers. Like they'd be the strongest. Strongest. Very, very well respected. Within mm-hmm. the people that the, with, the, with the people that knew him, so his funeral was huge, and and my mimo's funeral, she was a very quiet lady, more was a lot more reserved than my grandfather was.
0: Okay,
1: and it was just quiet. It was just family, um, and uh, it was beautiful at the same time. Like both of them mm-hmm. were beautiful, just in different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, it was hard. It was one of the hardest things to like see her, just not there anymore. If that makes yeah.
0: sense. Yeah.
1: Because you kind of, like, know, but, like, it, it was real. And mm-hmm. like when you look at it and you're just kind of, like.
0: It I always I, always gets more once you see
1: yeah. them laying. I was right. trying to hold together. I was just sitting there, like, in tears, like, pretty mm-hmm. much the whole time. And uh, I really haven't been the same since, to be honest with you. Um, Do you feel like a
0: little part of you? I think a little bit with well her. With her.
1: Yeah. yeah. And I think that's normal. I hope mm-hmm. it's normal yeah. Um, because it's uh, – I miss her, like, a lot. And mm-hmm. there are things that I think, like, I'll always, like, cherish, if that makes sense, and, mm-hmm. like, appreciate. Um, but, like, knowing she's gone and um, just not being able to call her, check up on her and see how she was doing. And, like, you know, they tell you all the time. Like, your parents tell you this. People that you that you know that love your aunts, your uncles will tell you, you know, mm-hmm. like, hey, you call me more. Like, you know, you just never yeah. know, and you really don't. You really don't. And yeah. uh, sometimes you miss those calls and you, you just crave them, you crave them. You know, it's all, all I want is a call from her, yeah. like, and it just I can't get that anymore. So that's like, it's hard, but yeah. um, she's I'm sure she would be proud of me. Mm-hmm. Um, she found out that I uh before she went like fully nonverbal that I was moving back home mm-hmm. and she's apparently she said she was really proud Yeah, I didn't hear it but uh it was like really really nice yeah,
2: yeah. It, it felt bad.
1: really nice and kn- it felt good knowing she was she knew mm-hmm. and I think she felt more comfortable knowing that like and was like more like at ease yeah that I was gonna be there with the family but it was you know that's not the hard I guess that's the hard part but mm-hmm. it's there's people don't tell you about what happens after yeah and like what makes it harder especially when you're older mm-hmm. um like the splitting of things how things are moved through like a will and mm-hmm. how, how this whole process works and it's a, it's a scary scary process yeah not to, not to mention like my their houses on the market officially and it's just so disheartening. <laughs>
0: yeah. Because it's just the end of it. It's, it's the end, it's the end of it. In, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's the end of an era. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and it's the closing of a chapter,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which um, is beautiful, like in a way, right? But it just, I mean, it, 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 it's the, real.
0: The crazy part about the end of a chapter is a new chapter starts.
1: Yeah. Right? And I think that's kind of where I've been. It's, I'm in this process of just mm-hmm. moving on to an understanding that. You know, I'm not. I'm older. Mm-hmm. I'm more seasoned, and uh, a lot's happening. That's good in my life. Like, I got a new yeah. job. Like, and I get to move home finally. Mm-hmm. Like, Thank like God. there are a lot of good things happening.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. But it's just like that's that is the new chapter. I just need to. I need to keep looking forward instead of keeps instead of keep reading back and like looking back at I those mean, things.
0: There's no there's no problem with looking back, right? Yeah. I mean. Looking back will always build you for the future. You know it. It you can't have the next chapter without the chapter before. Yeah, like even even a book, there's always an introduction. So you gotta yeah. have that chapter prior. It, it's what but, makes but, you. It's what makes your family. It's what kind of cuts the path for you. You know, in a yeah. way, because you see, you see how how much of a connection you have with your grandparents, and I'm sure yeah. now you hope that you have that connection with your family with your once you have kids you have that connection with your kids with your grandkids in the future like i'm, I'm sure it puts some perspective into your mind. yeah it's
1: definitely brought more things to light in terms of what i what i want
0: mm-hmm. and
1: i want what i want to pay attention to what my values what i what i want to focus on and who i want to focus on those things with mm-hmm. like those are important to me more now than they like have been and i don't think that's going away i think those will continue to be like important pieces to this whole thing Mm -hmm. granted you know like i said some good some good stuff to come out of it we got um some really cool like memories and Mm -hmm. i get to keep some of her records i was able to get a hold i get to got it because i've never talked about it like publicly but she used to sing uh she was a singer when she was younger and she was trying to make it you know and mm-hmm. she, so she, her, her and her dad both have records um, of like that, that have been cut that um, I'm going to um, try to get restored. Cool. Yeah. So I'm going to try to get them restored.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, but, there, but she, means I mean, she sang with Elvis before he was famous.
0: Wow. That's so cool. That's cool. So cool. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. She said he was that's really so nice.
0: Cool.
1: Yeah. So she remembers him being a very nice guy, but, yeah. Um, but yeah, she sang with Elvis, like when he was like doing his tours in Texas before mm-hmm. like he blew up. Mm-hmm. like yeah so it's like a random thing oh
0: that's so cool that's yeah. gonna be so really cool if you can get those things restored
1: well she hasn't she hasn't an, and i don't know where where it is or who took it or whatever mm-hmm. because it all got split but she has a autograph uh that elvis had done for her that uh-huh. says uh until midnight elvis didn't have like nice. her name or anything but she has like a couple of them that mm-hmm. he drew he drew a he pencil
0: oh that's so cool
1: so just kind that of that is cool really cool thing.
0: That's that's really really cool. I I really hope you can get those records restored.
1: I hope so too. Apparently, it's hers are they're pretty rough. Are they? Yeah, they're like orange, like almost clear. Like they're gonna take some time to like work on, but I think we can get them somewhat restored. And then my goal is to get them digitized so Mm -hmm. I can put them and share them with my family
0: and pass them down too.
1: Yeah, so that they can hear like their my their great grandfather and then their grandmother like songs that they've done.
0: Yeah, I think That so. would be so cool.
1: But yeah, I mean, that's why I really haven't been like around. I guess if that makes sense when it right. comes to all of that, it kind of killed a lot of like the momentum that I was wanting to build with this whole thing. Uh-huh. And uh, well, it's, it just... not,
0: it's not all you, buddy. Like I, I want yeah. you to know that. Like when this happened, you know, uh, I knew you were going to need time off. Yeah, and you, you can even ask Alan. Like I, when this happened, I told him I was like, okay. I need to figure out what we're going to do in your absence. Yeah, Like, like I instantly, like, I knew you needed the time because I know you, like we've been friends for a while. We we've done this, what, for over a year now together. So like, I just, I knew like Kyle's going to need some time. Let's let him do his thing. We can keep the momentum going. And honestly, we did a pretty good job at holding it down while you were, you were on leave. Mm-hmm. Like, we, we interviewed a bunch of artists. You popped in here and there when you could. Yeah. Um. You know, we we did great. We did an excellent job post Palooza, But, and then, you know, our birthdays came around, and we, we had to take time off. Yeah. You know, after killing it for so long, like, back to back to back to back, it just, I like, honestly, I think for the weekly D, what, what I want to do in the future, like, mm. starting next year, is we do three months on, one month off three months on one month. yeah or two months on one month off you know that way we can pace ourselves one we can record enough to, to mm-hmm. hold down for for the year and also you know because life life is happening like, like we said at the beginning we've all been dealing with shit you know i have a wedding coming up mm-hmm. i i had i'm on the market for a new job like i i got family shit going on I, like you with your grandma last year i unfortunately have to deal right now with my grandpa uh he's 98 years old and he just mm-hmm. got diagnosed with uh, prostate cancer oh, or colon cancer and he's at the point where they just said you know it's it's terminal there's nothing we can do he's too old to treat it yeah so like i'm, I'm dealing with that and hoping that he makes it to after the wedding yeah because right now all my money's tied into the wedding so i, I just i can't pick up and fly out yeah so i'm really I'm sorry to hear that it it's okay it's, like i honestly i'm very different with with death like to me because mm-hmm. i know death is a for sure thing mm-hmm. um also a, a while back i had a really crazy trip on mushrooms where i personally had an experience with death itself like in my in my um because i was in such a bad headspace like at the time that i did i'm like i i mm-hmm. was i was in really bad headspace like i was super depressed and um I don't know, it was just like a life-changing thing when I did that mushroom trip. And, like, I remember I just, I, I was in the middle of Calfield Field doing mushrooms with some pe- with some friends from, like, school. And, like, I took them. I'm like, I don't know why, I just, I, I all of a sudden got sleepy, and I just sat down. On the, on the. We were in the cow Field, so I just laid down. And, like, I, I apparently fell asleep, and when, when I woke up, like, I couldn't get up. I was in sleep paralysis. I was seeing, like, all sorts of, like, fucked up shit, like, demons and stuff, and it was so weird, because a hand stretched out to me, you know, it was, like, like, a skeleton hat, and there was a person in a cloak, and they picked me up, you know, they said, and I just, I just remember, like, it was death, like, I was staring at death in its face, well, not in its face, because I couldn't see it, they picked me up, and I, I just remembered, like, I had a weird sense of relief. Like, because, like, at that moment, that trip told me, you know, death is here, death is around you, but death isn't something we should fear. Like, mm-hmm. like it just, like, it was weird, because I had, like, a whole conversation with death at that moment, where, like, he was telling me, you know, you, you got to live life to the fullest because the only thing that's guaranteed in life is death. Like, people will come, they'll go, but you just, you can't ever stop living life, which... I don't know, like I said, my, I was in such a bad headspace, but it, it, that trip really changed my perspective on life itself mm-hmm. and on death itself, where well, I just, like, I lost my fear of death, because I, I knew no matter what I do, I can live the safest way, I can live the most reckless way, mm-hmm. one day I'm going to die, It just, and it's, it's going to cool. happen, Yeah, you know what I'm saying?
1: And I don't know if I necessarily fear death anymore, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Like I've come to accept that's just something that's gonna happen
0: mm-hmm.
1: when I what what it's not what I fear necessarily it's it's what I uh
0: what you don't know or yeah it's
1: not a, and it's not only a fear of the unknown it's just mm-hmm. seeing somebody just be gone
0: yeah.
1: is hard because yeah. it's just like I hope they're in a good place yeah. I truly hope it's just not nothing for them mm-hmm. you know and, and and if like if it becomes nothing for me like I won't know mm-hmm that's not like yeah. I'll know. Like that'll be what yeah. it is. I, I just hope that they are in a place at peace, mm-hmm. and I hope what they hope for. Like especially religious people who like mm-hmm. hope for a heaven and they hope for like this life that they get what they want. You know, yeah. somebody who misses their loved one when they pass. Like my me mom missed mm-hmm. missed my grandfather so much so that there was points where she was ready to go years ago. Yeah. So I hope that they're like. i'm mad i had like it wasn't a dream necessarily but like one of those daydreams where i was just kind of out of it Mm -hmm. where i could like see them in my head just kind of like they weren't young necessarily but they were like when i like from like the i would think the 90s where they're like in their like 50s and they're kind of just like doing their thing and and they're just dancing listening to like their song that they did for their 50th like their anniversary which was uh look at us by vince gill and then that song just hits way different now. I love that song. It's one of my favorite songs like ever, but um that song hits way different now. Yeah. Because of the context. Cuz last it was also the last song before we we uh we took my mom to the funeral, like to the, the actual like the actual like funeral site. Mm-hmm. So it's like it, it was like the last song before we like, kind of closed everything
0: up and yeah. got ready. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah. I so. mean, it, it is sad thinking about, like, their life is ending, and I, I had a weird conversation about this, because, like, well, not just with my grandpa, because, like, I didn't want to talk about dying with my grandpa, right, but I just, like, I got, I got I get to talk to him every now and then over FaceTime, like, that's the only communication mm-hmm. I've had with him. He's still in California? The... No, he's in, in Mexico. Oh, he's in Mexico. Yeah, so, like, the only communication, I... he's seen me grow up literally through a fucking phone, like, the past 10 years. You know, we just FaceTime or use WhatsApp or just Zoom uh, or whatever.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But like, I was, I was talking to him and I was like, you know, dude, like, do you regret how you live your life? Because to me, like, that's one thing. Like, I want to live my life with no regrets. Mm-hmm. Like the day I die, whether it be tomorrow, whether it be years from now, like I just want to know I had, I did everything that fulfilled me, and everything that made me happy. Mm-hmm. And like I was talking to him about, I was like, Do you have any regrets? And he's like, he's like, you know, when I was younger, I had regrets. I had regrets that I didn't do things. But Mm -hmm. he's like, But as I got older, I realized that because I didn't do those things, I did other things that really fulfilled me. Mm -hmm. And like it was just it was really, really emotional to talk to him like about just his life because he had such a hard life, but he created such a great thing for his children. You know he he grew a happy he he lived a very happy life, and you know and um, he 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 was telling me you know how he loved that he got to meet all his grandchildren, like he got to he he lived his term and he's happy with what he's lived, you know he I mean we haven't told him he has cancer like we're, we're keeping but he doesn't know him. he doesn't know, so we're we're just trying to make him comfortable now and just you know I try to talk to him and, and get as much as I can out of him. Yeah. I mean, it's, he's
1: also, they're probably, like, he's also 98, too. Like, in that there's, whole conversation, they probably had the whole conversation of, like, there's a good chance, like, something else will, mm-hmm. like, end up, he'll end up dying of old age or something will happen well, before well, cancer, like, actually th- takes it. I like, think
0: he knows. Like, yeah. I, I, I don't think he knows he has cancer, but you know, I think he knows that he's lived his life.
1: Mm-hmm. And he's that it's coming peace. to an end.
0: Yeah, so that kind of puts me at peace, right? Like, knowing mm-hmm. that he's... He know, he, he's at peace with, with leaving this earth. Like, he feels fulfilled. Isn't oh, it man.
1: interesting when that happens?
0: Yeah, like, it's such a trip. Like,
1: some people, like, aren't ready, right? And you can tell when mm-hmm. they're not ready because they're scared. Like, mm-hmm. but it was kind of the same with, like, it was kind of the same with my grandmother. Like, she just stopped eating. Like, she wasn't hungry. She didn't want it. And she let herself kind of, like, degrade. Like, part of me thought, like, as soon as she stopped eating, I was like, she's doing it on purpose. Like part of me was like, it's not her body's telling her it's time, and like her mind was also being like, okay, like I know, like I think she like knew it was time. Like she was just like, it's getting close. Like
2: mm-hmm. let's
1: let me just make it easy on on me mm-hmm. and just stop eating. Yeah. Like you know, maybe I think I think the body will tell you. I think you'll maybe. know. I don't know. I thought bodies like I don't know if you've noticed this, but sometimes I feel like your like body the way that it does this thing mm-hmm. it always keeps you on tabs of what's going on in your life like you got an ache check on mm-hmm. it you got like you notice something different with your skin go check on it like mm-hmm. you know like yeah, your, your body body's gonna you. always tell you if something's off
0: yeah which, like, which is one of those things that i feel like meditation helps a lot mm-hmm. with that is that because meditating is letting your body tell you what's what's going on with it right it's clearing your mind and just feeling feeling earth feeling yourself with earth you know so i I don't know that's one of the reasons why i always tell people or ask people do you meditate or do you do something that you know a form of meditation because i firmly do believe that that's like you connecting with the universe and the universe telling you hey like this is happening, or you know, you like you'll feel it. Your body will feel it. The mm-hmm. earth will tell you. You know, it's kind of weird. I don't know how to explain it, but it, it's like a weird. There's
1: a second. It's right like now. a sixth sense. Yeah. Like, like truthfully, like there is like I know that's like a horror movie, but that's like there actually is like legitimately like
0: mm-hmm. an
1: extra sense you have that you don't pay attention to, but it's like there.
0: Yeah.
1: That sounds like a puppy. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, don't know. I gotta but, take a uh, piss
0: real quick. You don't yeah. mind if we take it real quick, break? yeah,
1: and then we can jump onto something a little bit. It's like still sad, but a little more fun. Yeah, yeah, All
0: <laughs> that right. makes sense. All right, I'll be back. Report and we're back.
1: We cried awesome. a lot, about, yeah. like on the side, so we I'm were sorry. definitely having a sad moment. We had, we had a wipe some
0: tears away, but it's um, cool. be- before we keep going, huge shout out to our new followers, non the real non stick. And Raven, we appreciate the y'all stick. Following.
1: I can't believe it's not Butter, baby. I
0: can't believe it's not Teflon. And also shout out to <laughs> Raven as well. One of my
1: favorite Teen Titans. It's pretty sick. Pretty sick. Welcome to the Twitch family. Uh, we do do these just so you guys know. Uh, well, we try to do them weekly. It's a little the- harder than you think it has been lately, but we're going to do our best to continue to try to keep the content flowing and going. Exactly. Podcast format for Twitch, still kind of new from what I can tell.
0: hmm we're still um, figuring I don't really it see out
1: a lot of people doing like the whole podcast thing on Twitch and like running it because it's kind of like a once a week thing, not a daily mm-hmm. thing. But like, I think it's better this way. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And we get to put clips out after and it's more fun. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a lot of fun.
0: So thank you. Welcome to the DFAM. We appreciate it. Thank you for
1: this. us listening to Ramble and Be Sad
0: about yeah. this. Thank you for joining the, the Sad Boy podcast on Kyle's yeah. return. <laughs> I'm back,
1: baby. Um, but yeah. So we were talking about sad things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and one thing that's always resonated with me like whether it be a faux breakup about like a girl that i thought i was interested in and they were like i don't think i
0: like you i think we're better as friends you're just
1: my best friend and i'm just sitting there mm-hmm. listening to rascal flats for like you know 45 minutes <laughs> just to <don't> repeat <laughs> you know this fucking sad song you're just like
0: why mm-hmm. why can't they love me remember, those, like, those, remember <laughs> the high
1: school days i don't know that's how i was i was fucking pitiful in high school
0: yeah <laughs> yeah Rascal's cool, rough. <laughs> it, whether it
1: be a love a love song or like a fucking pain song, it was always Rascal flats for some reason,
0: though. <laughs> Rascal Flatts.
1: <laughs> yeah, Rascal Flatts specifically.
0: Oh my like, god, that's funny. Yeah. Did you listen to yeah. Life is a Highway? <laughs>
1: There's a funny story with that that I'll have to tell you at some point. I don't think I've ever told anybody it, but um, <laughs> I'll have to tell you that at some point off camera. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's All it's right, a man. very, very interesting story um but mostly it would be like i would listen to like my wish um uh, like when i was happy
0: mm-hmm. like my wish for you uh,
1: let me see if i can find a couple more i i forgot like a lot of them already mm-hmm.
0: um after this episode i'll make a playlist of all the songs we talk about yeah make it public and then y'all can go listen to it. Link will be in the bio. Yep. But but yeah. Alan, are you here?
2: Yeah, I'm here. It's okay. just like y'all started talking and I was like, I'm not butting in.
0: Well, God damn, Alan. I asked you a question. I said, well, come I on, know and I was gonna some...
2: answer, and then y'all kept rambling on. And I was like, God damn, can can a boy answer the question?
0: Oh answer um, the question, goddamn I have
2: it. I have quite a few. Um really yeah, there's quite a few. Um not that I can remember all of them off the top of my head, because he, I used to actually have a playlist that's called, like, My Darkest Days. It was, like, nothing but, like, sad songs. Damn. Um, that's depressing. Yeah. Yeah. The band, and what's was, crazy, was one of the bands, crazy, My though, Darkest Days. Uh, kind of. It was one of them. <laughs> um, but it was kind of, like, just, I, I named the playlist that because it was one of those, like, when I was going through, like, a depressive state, those were all the songs that I was listening to. And um, eventually, it actually when I used to go to the gym a lot, it turned into uh, a workout playlist. It was kind of weird how some of the songs that I used to listen to back then that were sad don't really seem don't really seem so sad anymore. Now they just to me they sound like classics. Maybe it's just getting old. That's how it
1: goes i kind of like i appreciate it though i kind of like it at the same time like it just Yeah, happens.
2: there was there's there's one song um i'm trying to see if i remember it remember the name correctly louder.
0: so, so chris chris yeah louder Crystal louder,
2: louder than, it's yeah, louder oh. than thunder by uh the devil wears prada That's oh yeah
0: okay okay it's on i feel you yeah nice Crystal Bill's oh, no. excited about our Sad Boy podcast. I mean, oh, our Sad been... Boy uh, playlist.
1: He's not gonna know any of these because it's gonna mostly mostly fucking playing. And then of course, not it's not, it's course, not jazz uh... or metal. <laughs> of
2: course, there's um, what is it? Is it need a beer? Drink a beer.
1: Drink a beer.
2: Yeah, by Luke Bryan. Yeah, drink a beer.
0: Oh yeah, that's a good
1: one. That song, that song is sad. One hundred percent. Are you adding that? Is that going to be one of yours on your list?
0: No, you can't. I want to. I want to say songs that you're put on your list, and someone someone can steal. Just so you know. Okay. so oh, do I have to write this down? So no. is anything
2: Suicide Boys like off the table?
1: Um, no. I mean, if because every years, it's-
2: single every single one of their songs is kind of depressing.
1: Why don't we gauge it by the listeners too? They can listen to the songs so and then kind of see if, like, yeah. they can give us a winner on who had the saddest songs.
2: Right, Shit, can... We, we have should to do that. that. We should do that. I okay. still have that playlist,
0: actually. yeah! All right. Oh, oh, oh! Y'all think of sad songs. I, I, I feel like this is really boring for people watching right now. So
1: okay, yeah, yeah. So oh. I can come my first one okay
0: hold on Um, hold on hold on we gotta sing a song hey what's up d fam take a quick break let me tell you about our good friends at honeysuckle brand Honeysuckle is a hemp retailer serving the Houston area. Whether you are looking for some CBD to calm your nerves or a little Delta 8 to wind down, Honeysuckle has something for you. They offer a wide variety of products including pre-rolls, different iterations of gummies, and my personal favorite, the water-soluble nectar that can turn any ordinary drink to an extraordinary drink. So don't just take it from us. Go online or visit them in person at the Railway Heights Market. 8200 Washington Avenue, Houston, Texas, 77007. Get you some honeysuckle products and let them put a smile on your face. D-Fam, before we move on, let's talk balls, because they stink. But don't worry, our friends at Ballsy got your sack. Ballsy is a men's grooming company that's bringing you products that are uniquely formulated to keep your junk clean and smelling good no matter how hot it is outside. Not only will it make you feel good, it's also good for you because Ballsy uses no bullshit ingredients to keep it all natural. So go to www.ballwash.com and get your hands on Ballsy's sack pack that comes with all the essentials to elevate your ball game, including Ballsy's one of a kind. and ball wash their sack spray to keep you fresh in between heavy activity and their nut rub solid cologne and for a limited time ballsy is offering our listeners an exclusive discount code so go to ballsy.com and get you the sack pack and enter promo code twd15 for 15 percent off your first purchase thank you now let's get back to the show because it's, it's, it's a sad boy draft we got oh, song do i have to sing the song yeah, make it up. I'm a fine. Um, sad boy draft.
1: When you're feeling down or when you're feeling frisky, go ahead and sing because we're pretty fucking nifty. We're singing about sad songs. That's what we're feeling. Making up shit. I don't know. Um, It's a sad
0: song draft. The sad song draft. <laughs> <laughs> all right. It's a sad boy, sad song draft. Uh, We are doing a snake draft. So I will conduct the draft to make sure we all pick five, okay? We will be picking five. There's no repeats, so anything you said before this can and will be stolen.
1: Yes. Yes. So I'm assuming right? I go first, right?
0: All right. So yeah, Kyle, you're gonna go first.
1: So my first song is "Sitting Sideways" by Paul Wall. Just, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. My first, <laughs> my first song is, uh, it's a song called "Holes in the Floor of Heaven." Um, it's by Steve Warner, uh, and it came back. It came in the early '90s. Uh, and the song is a sad song, particularly because it kind of talks about loss um, in general in just three different scenarios. Uh, so, like, the Steve Warner, uh, if, if you don't like country music, like, just generally speaking, is, like, a genius when it comes to songwriting and the way that mm-hmm. he actually, like, puts a story to, like, a, to like a song. Um, but with Holes in the Floor of Heaven in particular, like, one of the ones that resonates personally with me is uh, the loss of my mom's, my grandmother on my mom's side. Uh, And it talks about, like, being, like, her basically kind of, like, not being there for my first, like, their first birthday and being sad. And it's like, oh, don't worry, like, grandma's watching you, like, because there's holes in the floor of heaven, And, and, like, you know, they're, like, looking down upon you, like, through, like, the holes and stuff like that, just checking up on you. It's really sad. It's really sad. Beautiful song,
0: though. Okay, That's that's a great choice. Great choice. Okay, Alan, you are next
2: song I've gotten first off is uh, Gone Away by uh, Five Finger Death Punch Well basically talking about um, uh, I guess the singer I don't know if they actually wrote it or if it's covered but um, it's pretty much them kind of mourning like a friend that they lost or a significant other mm-hmm. and you know hoping that one day they'll see him again whether it's heaven or some other destination I guess
0: okay Okay. Okay. It's a good song. That's a really good one. Okay. Uh, I guess my first one is gonna be what was the name of it? Uh, it's gonna be "Suicidal Thoughts" by the, the Notorious B.I.G.
1: That is. I would. That, that is a sound That song.
0: is one of the darkest songs ever.
1: It is, and it's a oh. it's a good song. I it's, really like that song.
0: It's beautifully made by probably one of the best wordplay. Mm-hmm wordsmiths of his day i mean he just i don't know it hits different just because biggie was such a good storyteller you mm-hmm. when you hear that song like you hear his pain you know and it, mm-hmm. it really resonates i mean at the end of the song he offs himself but yes, it just it it hits so hard dude like especially as a kid that you know grew up in a rough neighborhood at the uh, the early ages of his life, like mm-hmm. it really resonated with me. So, my first pick's gonna be "Suicidal Thoughts" by the Notorious B.I.G. Okay,
1: okay. So that would be me next.
0: Uh, no, it, it'd be how's me the, again. How's the snake? Snake drop. So it's snake it drop, right? Yes. Yeah, so, so it'd be cool. me again. Um, my next song is gonna be "Hurt" by Johnny Cash.
1: I hurt myself because that's today. that's
0: one of the few songs that made me cry the first time I heard. That's
1: a beautiful it. song.
0: It really to is.
1: See if I still feel.
0: Yeah, that that song really, <laughs> it stirs the emotions in me every time I hear it. Specifically, mm-hmm. his version because I know there's there's two other versions of it, but Johnny Cash's. You just you feel the pain because he uh-huh. he sang that song at a moment where he had lost everything already. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Like, it was the end of his career. He had lost everything due to partying and drugs. And it just, you really feel the fucking pain in his soul. I get that. That's a good one. That's a good song. All right, Alan, you're next.
2: Um, So the, the main part that resonates with me on this song is mainly the intro. Um, It's called uh, The Call by Matt Keenan. I think that's how you pronounce his name. At the beginning, it's basically describing a guy like, Sitting in his Chevy out in the middle of nowhere, uh, ready to shoot himself. And then uh just as he's about to pull the trigger, uh a friend of his calls him and says, I miss you, let's hang out. And uh he decides not to take his life.
1: What is the name
0: of that song again? That is the D- call. The call by Matt. It, it TV? shows
2: it shows different yeah, it shows different perspectives. Mm-hmm. Um the, the intro is about a guy about to kill himself and his buddy calls him. and I've heard that th- keep, yes yeah, that I know a song doing it yeah that's that, a really that was good the song intro. Yeah, that was the intro
1: that's a really good song okay i've had, I felt like I have heard that song and really like that song um okay so that'll be me next so this song I said it was gonna be all country it's not going to be all country because I forgot about this song um but it's, a, it's actually a new song that came out like earlier this year and it's by an artist by the name of india parkman and it's called brighter groom and if you've been on tiktok you probably heard it pop through and it's a song about being at a wedding of somebody that you had been in love with and seeing them be married to another person and just kind of having to uh, to be okay with it um
0: like oh, that's uh, something
1: yeah yeah and it's not something I, like i personally resonate with because i'm very happy in my relationship but like mm-hmm. it's one of those songs that you can see from the perspective of somebody who had to go through that and you're just like ouch who like, sings painfully. it uh it's a girl by the name of india parkman
0: india Parkman. okay yeah
1: like she wrote it she's done like the things for it, it doesn't have like a ton of like it's got a lot, I mean it's got more listeners now but like it wasn't a it's not like a giant song but if you get a chance to listen to it, like you can hear it from like the perspective, it's beautiful, it's a beautiful, beautiful song.
0: Okay, I'll, I'll definitely look into it. Yeah, again, we're gonna make a playlist for anyone who wants to hear these songs.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I'll be available the day this uh, this episode drops. All right, Kyle, you go again, buddy.
1: Uh, the next one uh, is "Baby Blue" by George Strait. Okay. Mostly based around the fact that he wrote that song for his his daughter who had passed away in a car crash. Um, and I just think it's one of those songs that when you listen to it, it resonates because, especially as you get older, because just imagining losing like a loved one and like having to kind of go through that trauma is uh, very difficult. And not to mention, it's George fucking Strait.
0: Yeah, so you know it's it's, it's a good one. It's going to be quality. All right, yeah. Alan, you're next.
2: No, i have so fucking many. <laughs> uh, trying to decide whether I want this one or the other one first. Um, but I guess I'll go with this one. It's uh, Paranoid by I Prevail.
0: Ooh, good that's a good one. Good song. Yeah.
2: Well, the way I take it is that The paranoia is actually just, like, trying to run away from, like, uh, the depression and everything and can't really get over it, can't get away from it. Mm -hmm. And kind of, you know, how sometimes you're enveloped into that darkness and you just feel like you're going crazy.
0: Yeah, I feel that. Damn, that's a really good one.
1: Killing it so far, Alan.
0: Yeah, what the fuck, Alan? I'm a sad (laughs)
2: boy, dude. I'm a sad boy.
0: Oh what was the the name of the song again?
2: Uh Paranoid by Pravil.
0: Alright, all right. So it's my turn.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Alright, I'm gonna go with Oliva Ignora. <laughs> uh, fuck what's his name? Uh I can't remember his name, but it, it it's literally one of the best breakup songs ever uh it's by julio alvarez olvídame by julio alvarez
1: what's the basis of the song what's the basis
0: of the song it's a heartbreak song like it's his girl left him, and he's just singing you know forget me like don't think about me ignore me like i don't want you anywhere near me anymore I, i think i think the the backstory is that his girl cheats on him so he's like, olvida me, ignora me, like he, he just he doesn't want her anywhere near him anymore because she she broke his heart. It's a r- really really sad like heartbreak song and it hits extra hard at like two a.m. after a couple beers. That's so gonna I like be my, it. my next choice, and I had to throw in some some Spanish songs, and I guess I go again. Uh, my my other choice. It's going to be Que Maldición by Banda mm-hmm. MS featuring Snoop Dogg. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a Banda song also. It's it's a heartbreak song. Um, yeah, it just, it, that one hits. I used to always tell my fiance, like, if she ever broke up with me, that's the song I'm going to be singing at the club at the mm-hmm. top of my line <laughs>
1: Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs>
0: They're just really good, like, songs to just drink to and cry to, you know? Like La, La Porta Negra is a really good one, too, but I'm not going to put that one on my list.
1: Volver, volver. Volver. Mm, I could drink the volver.
2: I'm pretty sure everyone can. <laughs>
0: uh,
1: okay, who's next?
0: Alan.
2: Alan, you're next. I'm next. I'm trying to find like my other song. How many do I have so far?
0: Uh, you have two more.
2: I have two more?
0: And then I have two more?
2: Um, fuck it, I guess. I'm just going to go with the two that I already have picked out then. um, The next one, So it is uh, Breakdown by Prevail. Mm-hmm. It's just going back to thinking too much and kind of like when you look yourself in the mirror, how you see like how hopeless you feel and you get to the point to where um you're dealing with like the way i take it is like the depression and everything and then um you actually seek help they give you medication but it just it doesn't help and you just feel like you're falling apart i like that yeah you see i don't know i don't
1: like it it's sad but <laughs> like, I'm, I'm glad we're gonna have a playlist for these songs that's when, if we want to get real sad.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna, okay. I'm gonna make sure I, I'll make a playlist of these songs. That's, that's why I had to throw some Spanish ones in there, right? I get that. You just you gotta throw at least one, sprinkle one in there. I get that. <laughs> I you keep Paul
2: one, Wall sitting sideways in there. Uh, this one, this one's not on my list, <laughs> and I forget. I forget oh, who on, on. Sings I it. fucked
0: up. But let's hold honor, honorable mentions to land.
2: Like, songs okay. that we could have put on our list. Okay. Well, What's I wasn't going to put it on the list anyway, but okay, that's fine. That's what I'm saying. Let's
0: just hold it till the end, because what if I, someone else I, was
2: going to throw it
1: on their list? I doubt it right. get... All, right. All right. Who's calm. next? Carl. Is it me? Okay. So the next one that I would say is on my list for sure um, is Cole Swindell's Dad's Old Number.
0: Ooh. Uh,
1: and have you heard that song? And it's the song, it's basically, so to put it, it's the synopsis. Basically, it's about a guy who basically calls the, um, the number of, uh, like, uh, some guy. Realistically, it's his dad's old number. And he kind of was just like, hey, like, I'm sorry. I keep forgetting. And, like, the song's basically about him being like, I might call you if, like, late at night if I have, like, a if I need something. Like, thinking, like, because like, cause he's thinking that his dad's going to be on the other line, but his dad's passed away.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's like a super, like, great. It's a beautiful song, but it's a great song. It's also very sad. Uh, and then my last song um, that I can think of that's like super, super sad, um, especially because it resonates personally with me uh, is The House That Built Me. Uh House That Built
0: Me? It's remember.
1: by, uh, let me, let me. You know, they say you can't come home again but i just had to try one last time um it's by miranda lambert
0: oh okay right now that i heard you sing the lyrics i was like this sounds familiar okay
1: it's basically a song about like going back to a place that at this point is no longer somewhere that you are familiar with you're a stranger in that location now but at the same time, like this, this place, this house that you grew up in, it made so many memories on, is still something that you find very nostalgic and something that you miss very much. And uh, seeing it, even in, if somebody else is living a life there and having making memories there and and, and, and having something new happen, it's it's beautiful.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Okay, that's a that's an excellent choice.
1: And that'll be my last
2: one. Okay, Alan, you're next. Uh, Let me be sad by Prevail. Yeah, you? Uh, I'll, actually, I'll like, you know Prevail, don't you? Actually, like what these songs, all these songs that I'm naming are actually from the same album. Um, so this one's uh speaking about um kind of like being in the sadness, and you know how, and and my interpretation is, you're sad. And you have your friends that are trying to give you like that little pick me up and stuff. But sometimes there's moments where you're in that depressive state and it's like, you're not going to break, but you kind of want to be in that moment. Like, let me be sad. Let me take a break. Let me like release all this grief that's inside of me. And uh, that's how I take it. It's kind of like, give me my space. Just let me do me kind of thing okay it's a really good one don't judge me chris it's a really really good one
0: all right for my last sad boy song i'm gonna choose scars by papa roach Ooh. Good song. i tear myself open so myself shut yeah that's is, I get too much. Yeah. Really? Is Beautiful song. Great song. Great sad boy song. Just I used to play that shit in, I mean, in the midst like, of my bit. depression. i just be rocking in my room, fucking drinking a bottle of tequila. Just like I am now. <laughs> Hey, thank you guys for listening so much. We had so much fun doing the Sad Boy podcast. Uh, We hope you like our our Sad Boy playlist, our Sad Boy list. Uh, Link to the actual list will be in the description below. Um, Thank you, Kyle, for coming through. Thank you, Pudgy Jesus, for sending us your suggestions. Thank you, Peppa Pig AKA AOZ for tuning in and joining us as well. Uh, Thank you to all the listeners. We love all y'all motherfuckers. Peace.